This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the 20th day of August 2021. Fed cattle traded mainly steady to $1 higher compared to last week on a live basis. Prices in the south were 121 to 122. Prices in the north were 125 to 127 live and 200 to $203 dressed. The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $125.48 live, up $2.64 compared to last week, and $201.07 dressed, up $0.91 cents from a week ago. A year ago prices were $106.62 live and $169.11 dressed. Finished cattle prices are demonstrating strength, but there is a clear difference in the north and the south. Prices in the south appear to be much softer than those in the north. This price difference is likely due to supply and expected quality grade. Cattle coming off feed in the south tend to have a little more ear influence as they can tolerate the heat experienced this time of year. However, those cattle do not tend to have as high of a quality grade. Thus, one of the differences in price, beef prices are strong enough that one could expect fed cattle prices to continue escalating, but there is no guarantee in that thought process as fed cattle prices tend to be soft this time of year. Cattle feeders will be betting on higher prices in the fourth quarter. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $344.77, up $3.14 from Thursday, and up $22.04 from a week ago. The select cutout was $318.60, up $2.19 from Thursday, and up $22.77 from last week. The choice select spread was $26.17, compared to $26.90 a week ago. Choice box beef prices reached their highest daily price this week since May 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic slowed beef production. This means prices this week have exceeded those realized in early June when beef prices were surging. At this point, it is clear the strength in beef prices is more than just Labor Day demand because most of the Labor Day purchasing would have already taken place. This does not mean that retailers are not continuing to purchase for Labor Day, but most of the current purchases will be to restock the meat counter. Those familiar with wholesale beef prices would expect cutout prices to soften toward the end of summer and moving into the fall months, but that has yet to materialize. The best explanation for such strong prices is that packers continue to manage slaughter rates and thus production. This is then coupled with strong beef demand that has supported beef prices. Prices can be expected to decline just as quickly as they have increased when the market turns, but knowing when it will turn is the tough question. Based on Tennessee weekly auction market data, Steer and heifer prices were steady to $4 higher compared to a week ago. Slaughter cow prices were steady to $2 higher, while slaughter bull prices were steady, steady compared to the previous week. The slaughter cow and bull market continue to be supported at this time as the demand for lean grinding beef remains strong. The expectation is that prices will begin to soften on these classes of animals as more of these animals make their way to the market from September through November. The encouragement at this time is for producers to move these cattle sooner rather than later to capitalize on a strong salvage value. The calf market has remained strong up to this point, and it is unknown how long it will stay at this level. Seasonal weakness will influence the calf market as a larger quantity of animals come to market. However, prices are not expected to soften as much as they have historically. It is clear demand is strong for cattle and that demand is not expected to soften. This means supply will be the primary factor putting pressure on calf prices. Demand for fall and winter grazing in the southeast United States is expected to be similar to most years. At this point, most of the southeast has had ample rainfall through the summer. Thus, if this pattern persists through the fall and into winter, then demand could be slightly stronger than in previous years due to forage availability. 
From a feeder cattle perspective, the futures cattle market continues to display significant strength moving through the fourth quarter of 2021 and into the first half of 2022. The futures market is offering opportunities to hedge a profit for calves purchased this fall and marketed in the spring. It is not known if many producers will take advantage of this opportunity, but the longer the deferred cattle futures remain at current levels, the more strength that will remain in the fall calf market. The August cattle on feed report for feedlots with a 1,000 head or more capacity indicated cattle and calves on feed as of August 1, 2021 totaled 11.07 million head, down 1.9% compared to a year ago, with the pre-report estimate average expecting a decrease of 1.8%. July placements in feedlots totaled 1.74 million head, down 8.1% from a year ago, with the pre-report estimate average expecting placements down 7%. July marketings totaled 1.9 million head, down 4.5% from 2020, with pre-report estimates expecting a 3.6% decrease in marketings. Placements on feed by weight, under 700 pounds, down 14.3%. 700 to 899 pounds, down 6.6%. 900 pounds and over, up 3.8%. Should I wean my calves? The truth is that all calves are weaned at some point. It is the management and marketing plan at the time of weaning that sets the cattle apart. The main part of this question stems from the financial question if there is enough value in preconditioning and backgrounding the calf crop in a given time period. Some factors to consider include market price, shrink, cost to gain, weight gain, and how preconditioning a group of calves will influence the production system down the road. Preconditioned cattle will typically shrink less, weigh heavier, and receive a higher price than a similar fleshy weaned calf. However, the weaning process can result in a higher incidence of death loss and the market could move against the producer during the preconditioning phase. Some people would answer the original question with, does a bear poop in the woods? However, the answer to the original question is not always yes if maximizing profits. Sometimes there's not a simple answer to a question. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, August 20th.